0: personal development mindset
1: finance fitness and health humble but hungry welcome to another episode of the humble podcast hosted by ben humble on today's show i got a really cool guest for you guys i want to talk about this covid19 thing but more importantly i want to talk about your focus during covid19 and what you should be doing right now with your time see my guest today is my boy my man Jay that I met at a mastermind a few years ago and this guy's always been on my radar for a couple of reasons number 1 incredibly handsome boy look at that boy he's incredibly handsome boy that's a good looking boy right there all right incredibly handsome number 1 number 2 the dude is young the dude is 23 years old he's already had massive success in seven uh, several companies dude is a real estate investor he's had online businesses he's got a marketing firm right now that he's doing um, you know, he's the CEO and founder of Virtual Wholesaling Academy. Dude's the youngest successful wholesaler I've ever met. In fact, his YouTube channel did quite well. 3X or maybe even a 4X Lamborghini owner. Right now, he's rocking that Huracan, you know, that that beautiful Huracan. So welcome to the show, my brother in the Lord, Mr. Jalen White. Hey, brother Jalen, how are you, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Woo! <laughs> Yo, Hans, bring that applause back in. That applause is nice. It makes you feel good. Thank you all. Thank you all. Yeah, we be beautiful, be beautiful. Dude, I like Jay because he's just such an honest, down-to-earth guy. And uh for all the success that he's had, and, and he's got some pretty cool stuff on the go, the dude has always been so real. Every time I connect with him, I've known Jay. What, it's been, now? what, a few years now, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Something okay. like that. And, and you've got a very interesting perspective on life being so young, Jay, I think from all the people that I know at his age group, he's probably spent more money in personal development in, in his own branding, his own awareness, his own marketing than anybody I know in this realm. So I think you've got a really interesting kind of story and perspective on this stuff. And you know, a lot of people, they struggle at this age, right? They're like, dude, I'm 19, I'm 20. I'm gonna figure out on my own, or I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna get a degree or whatever else. But I don't think we truly understand investing in ourselves, especially right now during COVID. We're all sitting at home. We're all hanging out, bro. We play an Xbox all day, and that's fine to an extent. But what are we doing beyond that? How do we get motivated? So would you share with us your thoughts, man? How is it to be a young buck investing in yourself, doing things unconventionally? Walk us through it, my man.
0: Yeah. So look, my biggest issue with COVID-19, first off, all this gear over here, brand new hand sanitizer, got all that stuff over there. Got some water up over here. Um, But the problem with everybody is shiny object syndrome is a real thing right now. Like, Mm. okay, there is a lot of opportunity. Stocks are down. Real estate is about to probably crash, arguably Mm. in many ways. Um, This is leading a lot of people to be like, hey, my business that's already been doing well can't fit what I'm my goals. So I've got to go take advantage of every single opportunity that's out there right now, mm. aka fear of missing out, FOMO, right? You got so, FOMO
1: big time right now, right? Right, exactly. Everybody got FOMO.
0: Yeah. So you got dudes taking hours and hours away from their workday and their core business that could already could still be making good money. You know, I know people still closing plenty of real estate deals in my personal business. My business has gone actually up honestly, since the recession. Hmm. um, I'm in digital media. So a lot of people are consuming content, consuming media, stuff like that. Um, And then you got people taking hours away from their core business to learn a brand new skill. And it's harder to plant seeds to grow grass than it is to perfect the, the lawn that's already there. Does that make sense? Mm.
1: Bro, oh. say that one again. That's a bomb right there. Please.
0: <laughs> it's harder to plant seeds and grow a lawn than it is to, you know, perfect the the lawn that's already there. I love it. Right? I love it. Okay. Um. So it's going to take you way longer to get to that level of proficiency in a new skill and a new business than it is for you to build on something that's already proficient and make it excellent. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. um, I feel like a lot of people are getting lost in translation right now on that. And shoot, even in the past six months, I've gone through that multiple times in my business where I'm like going in a slightly different direction, but it's kind of taken away from my main direction. Does that, does that make sense? Absolutely. And so I had to like steer back onto the main course and make sure I didn't lose sight um, before I fully perfected, you know the main deal, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: so let me ask you this, man, because a lot of people at a young age are in that like figure it out, trial mode. I try to do it on my own. Maybe it's a little bit of an ego issue, whatever else. You actually hired mentors. Was it out of frustration? Did you get to a point? Or did you just know early that hiring a mentor was a shortcut? Because I think there's two trains of thoughts on this. There's the people that say, dude, I'm gonna do it on my own. I'm not paying money. That's a waste of money because I'm not lazy. I can do it myself, which was me, by the way, at 20 years old. And then there's a whole other camp of people who either through anguish or through pain somewhere or through realization or the fact that they were blessed enough to have other mentors in their life, recognize that mentors are shortcuts. Dude, you started hiring mentors at what age and what did it do to your business and your mindset? Well, ha- walk us through this, man.
0: So honestly, to hire my first mentor, I paid with my time. So I was working mm. for free with my first mentor. Okay. And he. He didn't teach me any real like like meat and potatoes, but he kind of showed me what like wholesaling was because um, I went to a free seminar or whatever and then I found that mentor who was really just a coach who probably did one or two deals a month, mm-hmm. which honestly is not really... Like it was impressive at the time, but it's not impressive these days. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I paid with my time. I worked for free for him for about a month. Kind of didn't really learn much, but then found answers on YouTube. And though you're watching a YouTube video, you don't think of that as a mentor. They are in many ways mentoring you. Um. And then uh, I closed my first deal. Immediately spent a thousand dollars on Sean Terry's course. Um. Uh, a couple months after that, immediately dropped not five hundred bucks for the regular ticket, but I went VIP at Sean Terry's event um, for like three grand or two grand or whatever the price was. And dude, this was at a point I was 18, just getting out of high school. And I had 20 grand in my account, like three grand's a lot of money. You know what I mean? Mm. So dropping on you 18,
1: 18 Woo! years old and you're buying VIP tickets.
0: Yeah, exactly. But so not to
1: rock concerts and not to a bunch <laughs> of nonsense. You're buying VIP to go learn.
0: Yeah, shoot, I still haven't gone to a concert, but
1: is is this like your version of college? Like you were willing to do this in a way because maybe did you go to college by the way? No, I I never went to college. I I
0: had I had a backup plan. I said if I don't close a deal before graduation, I'll go to college. And two days before I graduated I had a a wire for twelve grand coming. So Boom, dude, you had a
1: wire for twelve G's and realized you don't need college. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. We came to Canada in nineteen ninety one with nothing but a will to thrive. They risked everything they had, left behind everyone they knew. The only way out of the country was illegal, and the risk was huge. I adopted the mindset that my parents had of faith and vision for my life. You see, they helped me understand that you get to decide what happens in this world. By the age of 30, I became a millionaire. I refused to accept scarcity, limiting beliefs, or someone else's excuses. Do you want to know what the secret is people ask me all the time what's the secret Do you want to know what it's going to take for you to succeed here's the truth all right so you go you go to sean's thing right and and how does that progress meant talk about the transitional maybe the mindset piece of like how it helped you really keep scaling. Because you, dude, you've grown quickly. I've, I noticed you in some mentorship groups where it's like, dude, we were in a 50K mastermind together. And I'm like, <laughs> how the hell is this kid in here? And I'm calling yeah, you because yeah. I used to be the youngest kid in the room. I see you, it's like, dude, this guy's got something I need.
0: Well, Now there's younger people than me, like there's some 17 year old making like 300 grand a year <laughs> or in wholesaling. I'm like, geez, man,
1: 17 but, uh, years old, man. I love yeah, yeah. it. I yeah, love it. Shout out
0: to uh, his name's Jacob Blank. Um, okay. but, right. anyways, so yeah, no, pretty much for me, uh, it just kept you know showing me what's possible. I met my, my whole entire network, I met from that first VIP event okay. for wholesaling that kind of kept me like motivated, afloat, knowing what to do in my business for the first like two or three years. Um, the guys who were calling me at seven in the morning, Hey, Jalen, you up, Money, most of your money's made before noon, you know what I mean? Get up. boom, uh, boom. most well,
1: those- of your money's made before noon. <laughs> That's a bomb, bro.
0: Now, most of my money is made before noon, but I still don't wake up until 10 or 11. So it's made on autopilot. But uh, <laughs> but,
1: you, but you got it dialed in. Now you're talking, Jalen, t- the yeah, 23-year-old. You got five yeah, yeah. years of business look, experience.
0: Look, if you're trying to be successful off the bat and sleep in until 10 a.m., it's not going to happen for you, man. You got to put mm-hmm. in that grind, put in that hustle, build the systems, build that bankroll that you can leverage into uh, more success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kept, I kept spending more and more. It got to the point where in 2016, I spent five grand on on a two-day hot seat event. Okay. Um, that made me like 80 grand the next month, just Dude. literally from the strategies that I learned there. So
1: walk us through why, how, how did that happen? So you go, you so, pay this money, 80 Gs. Don't have to yeah. go technical on us, but just walk us through like how is that possible? Because I got some people probably sitting at home like skeptical, like, yeah, there ain't yeah no yeah. way you make an eighty grand, dude. Yeah,
0: so I mean, this was my main business was wholesaling, which I don't wholesale anymore. Do really anything real estate these days. We'll okay. talk about that, I'm sure later. But um, I was wholesaling, and instead of like trying to learn a new business model, I invested in how to do wholesaling better, right? So I went to this event. Mm-hmm. Um, it was by with a guy named Rafael Vargas, and it was when cold calling was still nobody was doing cold calling in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And I uh, went there, paid five grand. And dude, I remember I was sitting in church. Raphael called me and, or texted me and I was like, dude, I don't know. You know, this is like not even eight months into me wholesaling, like full full time. Mm-hmm. I might have had at this point, you know, 30, maybe 40 grand in savings still. You know, I was doing 10, 20 grand a month. Mm. Uh, but you have overhead, you have marketing costs and stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm about to spend like one sixth, one seventh, one eighth of my uh, bank account on this event. And he's like, dude, you need to buck up and grow some nuts. You know what I mean? Boom. <laughs> to Raph be,
1: said, grow some nuts.
0: <laughs> grow some nuts, man. And I was sitting in church. I was like, you're right. And I literally PayPal them five grand from church, from the my seat sitting there. Oh. Um, did and you and more to uh, yeah. the church
1: offering plate that day than you did, giraffe? That's I actually did well
0: <laughs> I didn't give more than more to rap but I gave 2 grand that day so I I um love it, man. God yeah god bless you man Yeah for sure but um no and then uh I went and basically learned how to cold call run the system hire VAs and stuff and that's what I did and it wasn't exactly 30 days the closing day of like all the deals might have been 30 to 60 days after the event uh, but I got home implemented all the cold calling stuff and uh um, yeah, I closed one sixty dollars deal and a couple more $10,000 deals from that strategy alone. I spent no money on mail and I only spent like three grand on cold calling that month. Oh. Um, so it's, it was better returns than I had ever seen because I was spending two, three, four, five grand a month on direct mail to make you know, 10, 20, 30 grand a month. You know what I mean? Dude, so that was my horrible. biggest month up to that point. And uh, that was when everybody was doing mail. So I was able to kind of learn a new strategy that nobody was doing.
1: So yeah. how, how, so you, again, so which backtracking, you're 18, 19, right? You're making tens of thousands of dollars a month. Here's the question I got for you. Cause this is where I think you're very well experienced, not just for your age. I'm talking just in general. You're the man when it comes to virtual wholesaling. In fact, <laughs> you got a whole, you had a whole course on this thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are living in industrial age thinking around real estate investing. They got to go to the property. They got to go to the realtor. They got to go through all this stuff. You're doing deals from home because a lot of younger folks these days, millennials and what have you, you guys are dialed in with the technology. So is it possible to do virtual wholesaling? And if yes, why are people so stuck on trying to do it the old way?
0: Because sometimes you really can't teach an old dog new tricks. So all y'all sitting out there saying, you know, you can't virtually wholesale and stuff. Um, You're probably going to be overtaken by a lot of the new guys who are running that model now. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing is, is like you can be virtual, but not like it's like, uh, you know, many people say it at this point, Mark Evans, uh, Carlos and Sal at All in Entrepreneurs. um, You can do virtual in your own market. You know what I mean? Like I started doing virtual, to be honest, almost out of like laziness. And I wouldn't even call it laziness. It's just a respect for my time. I did not want to be sitting in traffic for hours, going to an appointment. I didn't want to you know, go to that appointment, have the seller not be motivated. Like everything you can do almost uh, can be done on the phone that you would would have done on an appointment. And don't get me wrong. You can close more deals if you go on appointments some of the time. You know what I mean? Like you can sometimes get deals that you couldn't get virtually, but guess what? You can set up a dude on the ground who Mm. can go to that appointment for you. You know what I mean? And not exactly have...
1: By the way, if you guys are interested in real estate investing and you are in Canada. I wrote a book here called Real Estate Secrets Exposed. Learn how to actually make money virtually, which is cool, from the comfort of your home. Yes, it is possible if you understand the value and how to do wholesaling. And if you don't know anything about wholesaling, you need to grab this book. It's absolutely free. There's no page numbers. There's nothing else in there. It's just ready to go, though. Humble.ceo to grab your free copy. Keep talking about this, man. This is a very important subject. See, a lot of people want to do real estate. Um, uh, even if they don't want to do it the old school, that's the only way that's top because typically this is kind of a mentor to mentee type of business. You find a realtor, the dude starts talking to you, the realtor's been doing business a certain way, and he tries to instill his belief system on how the business is done into you. But you guys in the states, I love you guys. you guys are always a step ahead of us, Canadians. So <laughs> I love you guys, Canadians, but dude, I'm always following the American model. Truth be told. So when I see a guy like Jay, doing deals in three or four different cities. I know y'all were doing multiple cities at one point, maybe still are, but I'm watching you guys. Hey, just because you're in the same city difference, it doesn't mean it can't be virtual. Like is, right. is wholesaling dude and real estate investing, not a phone, an internet and a willpower business? Like It is. Yeah, okay.
0: it is. Absolutely. It is. Is it
1: different than any other business? It just happens to be you know, real estate driven versus soda cans or coffee driven.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is most people get caught up on the fact that it is real estate. It's a physical product. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, It's something you can see, smell, touch. So you're like, I want to go see, smell, and touch it. You know what I mean? Good
1: point, man. That Uh is that is can you say that again, dude? That's a that's a beautiful point (laughs) because (laughs) it's the tangible talk, say that again one way.
0: No, I was saying because it's something that you can see, smell, and touch, a lot of people get obsessed with the idea of going and seeing and smelling and touching it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Which, if you smell the smells that I've smelled going into some properties, and I'm sure you (laughs) smell
1: you get tired of that real quick. Yeah, man. There's nothing glorious about going to see, smell, and touch They're some old doo-doo bad. properties. Yeah. I've
0: seen uh, too many triple decker toilets that haven't been flushed in months. Dude, so. that
1: that is hilarious, Woo! man. But no, you're right. But isn't, we almost feel like there's a rite of passage. Like I went and I smell some shiznit, right? And you're like, yeah. I feel like an investor. Like, no, you just feel like you a garbage man. Like right. why do you got to be a garbage man to buy real estate? In fact, right. the guys that we know in our mastermind, one of the first things I picked up when I started connecting with you and other guys was like, these guys aren't going to real estate properties, right? They're doing it virtually. We just need to start understanding that those opportunities are available. So how does, dude, how does somebody, cause you spent money. Here's the, what I like about Jay. Jay's like, I just spend a dollar on mentorship. Now I'm going to make two, three, four dollars on the back end. In fact, you spent five grand with RAF and you came out making 50, 60, 70, $80,000. The ROI is huge, but we never see that ROI up front. It takes right. a little bit of faith though, Right. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a bow and arrow, honestly. Okay. Like, you kind of have to take a step back, like, let that money leave the account in order to, like, catapult yourself. You know what I mean? And most people aren't willing to make that short term sacrifice. You'd rather buy, you know, you got 50 grand in the bank, you'd rather buy a $10,000 Rolex than drop 10 grand on a mentorship. You know mm. what I mean? Um,
1: Why? Yeah, Why so, are people doing that, man? Because you know, you and me, we both have Lamborghinis. We like nice things as well. But what is it? What does it do to somebody when they trigger when they go buy a Rolex instead of buying an education or a mentorship? Yeah, what, I mean, what's the reason for that, dude?
0: To me, you got a lot of impatient people. So you know, people who are uh, you know they're literally just doing it for the flex. You know what I mean? They oh, just want to feel like a legend instead of actually being a legend. You know what I mean, dude? I wear uh, my
1: bomb bag. You wanna feel like it instead of be one. Dude, that yeah, is right. That is very, very wise of you to say. So talk about that, man. Let's talk about this. Is that just the pride driven thing that we all have? We're trying to fight the flesh. Or yeah, where does yeah. that come from, man?
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, we all want to flex a little bit and we all gotta kind of fight that desire. Um, uh, you know, you wanna turn it to more like an inspire people, I guess. Mm. Um, and do it for you, I guess, and and let that sh- shine through. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are just weak minded. They're short term. Uh, they've got short term thinking. They're not long term. And, uh, you know, they just they prioritize the wrong things. Um, for me, I'm, I've been married since I was 19. Mm. Uh, our four year anniversary is next week. Dude, congratulations, and, uh,
1: man. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Thank you. So that's maybe one reason why I feel like a lot of dudes honestly probably want to buy stuff like that to impress women. Uh, okay. even though if Brianna could see a Rolex, she wouldn't know the difference between a Rolex and what's that cheap, a psycho, uh, whatever I'm wearing. Brianna literally can't <laughs> tell the difference between my Huracan Performante and my Gallardo. And that's like the performante is like three times the cost. You know what I mean? So.
1: Well, let me ask like, you though, how, how many people in general know the difference between a Huracan and a Gallardo. Like I get it what you're saying, though. But most people don't have a clue. They're like, "Oh my God, that's an amazing Lotus you're driving."
0: Yeah, no, nobody, nobody has any idea exactly. No, that, and that's the thing. Like Brianna doesn't even know the difference. Like, right? They, Wait, there's more than one model. Tell. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you get to the point where you're like, I, I buy it for me because I enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not to flex. And then that opens up like, hey, let me make sure. I have plenty of savings. Like people are getting knocked out of business after a month or two, mm. firing employees after a month or two of limited, not even no income. Because you got restaurants getting knocked out that have limited income. They might yep. be making twenty percent of what they made. They're not making nothing. They're mm-hmm. still making something. And even like, I have a buddy who uh, whose parents own an ice cream shop, and they were telling me about the margins. Right? It's like you sell an ice cream cone for like three dollars. It costs you like thirty or forty cents to make. And i right. seen this lady who who owns an ice cream store in LA saying she can't even afford the cost of one ice cream cone. That doesn't mean you can't afford the $5. It means you can't afford 50 cents because that's your right. cost. You know what I mean? Right. So you're a weak business owner. If you weren't saving up for the past three, four or five years and you don't have anything saved right now, man, that's like a weak position. But let make. me
1: ask you, dude, why does this happen? I got a theory and I think this is what it is. People have the passion and desire to get into business, but they don't ever hire a mentor or have the actual skill set or the mindset to really treat it like a business. It's a hobby that they become the main technician of. And then they rob from Peter to pay to Paul to keep it in business. When times get tough, they make excuses. They fire people, they hire people. I think people failed to grow because they failed to take it serious, dude. Like they don't treat it like a business. It's not data. You live in, in business drama. And I think that's what, so what What would advice you give me? Like I'm a small business owner, right? I'm like, man, I'm struggling. It's COVID-19. I'm stuck right now. What's the advice, Jalen White? Because you've been very good at pivoting the last few years. I noticed you. I'm watching you like shift. What (laughs) advice are you giving people right now who are maybe in this old school mindset a bit?
0: Yeah, look, what I would say is it's time to nut up. Like it's time to stop being a wimp. And uh yeah, what's, that, what's
1: what's that word? Nut up? Is that American? Yeah,
0: Nut up. Yeah, it's, it means uh to like grow some nuts, you know what you I mean? understand what I'm saying? Okay, I got
1: you. <laughs> now we got- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay.
0: Uh, so, look, you're not entitled to make profit in business in America and mm. Canada, anywhere in the world. You're not entitled to a successful business that's going to pay you and your family to go on vacation, to drive a nice car, to have a nice watch, whatever you want to have. You're not entitled to that. So now you felt entitled for the past three to four years because it might have been easy. Sure. But now we're going to see who's really been putting in the work and who's willing to put in the work. Like going to the gym, you can see somebody's muscles have grown, but in business, you can only see. How strong somebody really is when they take off their clothes, right? Which is what's—I mm. mean, metaphorically, I guess—what's happening right now with everybody is kind of people are not making revenue. You can tell if they have savings or not. You can tell if they care about their employees or not. Yeah, dude, I just—I just processed my payroll for uh, for my brother who works for me. He this month will be like a fourteen thousand dollar month for him. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I could have said, "Jared, you're fired." Um, and just like save that 14 grand. Nah, he's a team member. Guess what? I hope he makes 20 grand next month, and then 30 grand in six months. that month.
1: Um, That's freaking awesome. See, I love that mindset, man, because I'm with you all the way on this piece. Like, we're not looking to uh, contract. We're looking to expand right now in business, but you made a very good point, Jay, which is we find out who's naked right now. My very first show about is, are you naked? Are you armored or are you naked? And a lot of times with available credit, with an easy economy. A lot of us are just floating one day to the next. We're not really building business systems. We're not really focused on on the revenue. We're not really focused on growing a business and hiring the best people. We're kind of bouncing from day to day and we're in business. But you're right. Right now, it's very obvious. The people who don't have don't have what it takes to last, and I think it comes down to a personal development they've never fully engaged. They've never hired a mentor. They've never developed their mind, their spirit, their emotional, you know, discipline. So now when it gets hard, they're just like, boom, I'm out of here. I'm naked. I'm out in the water. I'm butt naked. I'm out. Whereas you and I were like, all right, cool. We have a, we're about to have 80% right. of these business owners walk away. This right. is going to be a whole bunch of opportunity to pick up some pieces.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm like more excited than ever. Cause I feel great about where I'm at. Feel you know the same I mean? way. I um, it's like, I don't have an ounce of anxiety. Um, obviously I, I, you know sometimes i worry for other people because they're not quite awake to these like these standards of thinking but um for me i have zero anxiety like i wake up every day super pumped you know what i mean um, so and this that's is an not exciting
1: time for guys minute. like you and me. Like, some people don't get it. I'm on social media, right? And I'm excited. I'm happy. But how dare you? Yeah, yeah, excited? yeah. How yeah. dare you be positive in a time right. where we're collectively all pissed off at right. life? It's like how if you're dare- not
0: depressed, you are a horrible person. Yeah, <gasps> if, if you're not
1: miserable and you're not part of the negative, you know, uh, nonsense. How dare you not be uh, you know, infected with the negative Corona mindset? Like, right. dude, I don't live in your world. And maybe because I came from communism and I refuse to go back mentally to a place of oppression, self self-inclined or otherwise, dude, we stay happy. We stay focused. We stay connected. That's why yeah. see the thing with Jay guys, here's, I'm going to let you know right now, folks at home, you're not going to get to see a guy like Jay very often. Because Jay is more busy running his business and doing what he needs to do for him and his family than being out on social media. Right. Most business owners that I know that are great are not on social media. They're exactly. great at just doing their business, right, Jay?
0: Yeah. 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 A lot of the guys I'm around now are making millions a month, and none of them have a social media. In fact, if you might have seen their social media, you'd think they're like some creepy stalker, like <laughs> just a dude you How do not that? want to follow. You know that? what I mean?
1: How about that? How about that? <laughs> Like that. Yeah. Okay. And that's I got not even you.
0: a shot at them. Like I, I respect that. I love yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's just like, they don't care, you know, cause the truth is social media doesn't matter. That's why people like you, like, I haven't even been doing any podcasts. I got on here because hopefully we can help some people, yeah. but people like you and me, we, uh, we actually want to see other people win. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. we're not on here because we have to be, we're on here cause we want to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of my mentality.
1: Well, let let, let me make a quick comment to that, man. For, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it right out there, folks. I'm a born-again Christian for me. It's important that I live a, a life full of faith and stewardship, and I believe that if you have something and you can help somebody else, then do that. Be a steward of that. Give it. Pay it forward. Help other people. Not everybody is like that, and I get it. Fine. But in doing that, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm at least trying to contribute to the positive narrative. If, if for nothing else, folks, I believe that we need to become a light, become a beacon for other people that are struggling, right? That doesn't mean that if I'm happy, dude, and somebody else is upset, negative, I'm not going to go towards their darkness. I want them to come into my light, so I can show them where the light comes from. And I can show them like you, we, you have two choices. If you decide to follow the negativity in the narrative, you're already losing. It doesn't matter how hard you work in your business because you're running the race with one leg. It's right. glass half empty all the time for you. Your life is just a constant state of misery. You're, it's not going to help you win. The only way to win is to start putting it into your, putting into your, 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 your head and start truly pushing for that win.
0: Yeah, no, right? absolutely. No, I totally agree. And that's the problem is like going back to that ice cream person, like th- there was an influencer with like 2 million followers who hit that ice cream owner up Yeah. And was like, Hey, you know, if you give me a free tub of ice cream, I'll promote you to my two million Instagram followers. And the person literally got all entitled. They're like, I can't even afford the cost of one ice cream scoop right now, and they yeah. think that they that they can just get a free thing if they post to millions. Yeah, send them to me. Like I will literally
1: start an <laughs> ice cream store. you take and, it, man,
0: and send all the influencer stuff. Because guess yeah. what? That that uh, insertion uh, it, as an advertisement on the influencer's social media might normally cost. Five ten grand, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So you, what? You're 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 saving fifty, sixty a dollar, cents a dollar or a dollar to you know, uh, and missing out on five or ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars worth of value. I'm not. I mean, influencers, yeah. Sometimes they can be dicks or whatever. Excuse my language. I should. Yeah, you said that. Good. No, but, good. Um, Sometimes they can be total jerks. But um, sure. you know, but in that situation, man, I'm like, give me all the advertising and all the uh, you know, all the attention that I can get from my business so that we can get more customers. Yes, yeah. who knows if he would have made that post, maybe like a swarm of like a thousand people would have come and got ice cream to go. You know what I mean? And now that person's like in a better position, which they should have been in that position in the first place to have to turn that offer down. Anyways, you know, people what I
1: mean? are stuck in a box, right? So they've created a little box for themselves, the way that my business works and they live in that reality. We talk about different realities all the time and they can't get out of their own way. And folks, I love you at home. If you're a small business owner, you want to become one. You got to dictate how your business operates. This is what I like about Jay and some of the guys in our mastermind group that we've been a part of is that we just decide, nope, my business operates like this. Nope, my real estate company is completely virtual. Nope, I'm going to do business this way. Nope, I'm going to pivot this way. But I think that all comes down to a mental maturity. And if you're offended, folks, some people are going to be on this stream. They're going to watch you later, be offended, be negative. You got to challenge that negativity in your heart and try to figure out where that's coming from. It's not coming from me. I can't instigate hate in you. You're unhappy or unsatisfied with something, my friend, and you're looking for somebody to point that direction at. So yeah, I think yeah. the maturity, brother, and I think this so, like, dude, it sounds like the secret is get married at 19. You know, <laughs> it, it you to level up. Right. You know,
0: like my buddy, uh, Jake, he got married also at 20, I think, or something like that. And uh, yeah, he's in the same position as me now. you You know what I mean? And he completely had a shift when he got married. I'm not saying go out there and find some random chick and get married. I'm saying, look, my patterns in my life, I know what I want. I don't apologize for what I want. And I go out and get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the same scenario with my wife and that in that situation. People say, oh, you'll get out of the honeymoon phase. You'll be divorced in a year. It's four years later. People say, you'll be divorced at 10 years. Don't worry. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like- why,
1: why do people speak that? You see, I think this is a greater issue. Like people speaking negativity into your life. But yeah, why? Yeah. Look, Why, why you got to be part of that statistic, Jay?
0: Anything people can do to make themselves feel better about their current situation Maybe that person's been divorced, maybe they didn't go through on a mm-hmm. marriage and broke up because they yep. weren't wanting to make that commitment yep. and they just want to make sure that what they what they did was justified so they want to see someone else making that mistake as well. And it's the same thing in business, you know? Uh, people want to see you go broke so they can know that them going broke was okay. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not here to sit here and tell you guys that you should be struggling right now. You know what I mean? Like you should have been preparing for the past like three years. And hopefully this is a wake up call. If you are struggling to change your habits and change the way you look at money and the way you let that money flow in and out of your bank account and change the way that you, uh, look at your business as well. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dude. I love it. I love the honesty, the transparency. It's really, really helpful, man. I appreciate Guys, give us some thumbs right now. Make sure y'all are giving us some thumbs. My my man, Jay, taking time out of his busy day to come hang out with us. The dude is pounding water. He looks like you're doing some 75 hard over there, my man.
0: Dude, I drink are you doing? one or two of these a day.
1: I, I do 70 75 hard every day, man. Just because so. it's fun, right? Dude, yeah, I love it. That's my I love it. daily it's, life. It's Dude, it's just like that David Goggins life. We're just doing it to do it. We're doing it to, yeah, stay, to stay woke, to stay fresh, to stay connected, to be a part of what's going on. And I think right now, folks, if you're willing to stay awake and focus on the positivity, there's so much abundance. Can people start a business right now, Jay? Is this a good time, dude? Or should people be like holding off uh, and waiting till COVID is over? Because I've heard a lot of folks saying, when it's over, then I'll get involved. But isn't that <laughs> always what people say? Yeah, like yeah. when well, it's easy, I'll do it?
0: Yeah, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What are you waiting for, man? All y'all been complaining for the past three years. I don't have any time. I don't know what to do. I can't mm. make it happen. And now you're getting sent home. Like you don't have a choice but to stay home. And you're sitting here saying, well, let me wait until this passes. You know what I right. mean? And then it's going to pass and your excuse is going to be now I'm too busy. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's my whole issue with that like mentality. Don't get me wrong. If you're trying to launch a uh, a hotel or build a new hotel right now, or right. I don't know, buy a hotel. Actually, no, actually, I changed that. No, because right now you're getting the cheapest prices possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know what a business is that I wouldn't start right now. I mean,
1: Shoot, what's holding you back, man? Like we did a segment yesterday, like in 2008, Uber, we're talking about Slack, Slack. A, bunch of, uh, a whole bunch of other companies were started during that Airbnb economic depression. Was Airbnb was started back in 2008 to 2010. I right. think right now is an important time because here's what happens, right? Weeks ago, dude, literally weeks ago, people tell me, investors, man, the market's too hot. It's too over compressed. There's too many bidders out there. I can't get a deal. When the market cools off, I'm getting to real estate, right? When it tapers off a bit, I'm going to jump in both feet. Now is the same people saying, wow, listen, the market's too crazy and too volatile, you know, but, but, but like folks, it's always going to be that we're always waiting for a perfect moment to execute instead of just executing. So Jay, speak to that, man. Like people are afraid to pull the trigger in life in general, Goggins has, it's called the one second rule. He's like, I have a one second decision. It's either yes or no. And I really worked at that muscle memory of getting that one second decision on point Because when I did, it was like, boom. Oh, you want to have laziness? Nope. We got to go for a walk. Oh, you want to know? Boom. Talk about that, man. Talk about the I'll do it tomorrow procrastination phase, dude.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, the way I saw that was from a young age. I think the reason I've done a lot is a lot due to my parents because they used to make me like if I left a room and the light was not off, then I -hmm. would get my butt whooped. You know what I mean? Like I needed to be off. You know what I mean? If uh, if the kitchen was dirty and my dad got (laughs) home and I was playing outside rather than the kitchen being cleaned. I got my butt whooped. You know, I, I didn't get like literally beat, but I was like, you know, I had to be grounded and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that like attributed to it. So like if you see dishes in the sink, like do the dishes, you know what I mean? Like all this messiness over here from this yeah. box we got this morning, that's yeah. getting cleaned up right after this. You know what oh. I mean? I was working oh. out right before this. I just did that. I had only an hour to work out, which I guess is more than enough time. Yeah. But that's like, I could have said, oh, I got this interview in an hour. I, I can't work out right now. No, I got up and I did a workout and I'm here now.
1: You know what I mean? So that's the answer, so, bro. You're saying do the dishes and you'll find some riches. Exactly. Right? Because you forcing yes. yourself into doing things you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Right? I mean, build that muscle of like that dude said, say yes. You know what I mean? Build yeah. that muscle of just getting the thing done. And, uh, you know, you're never going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. I still procrastinate on stuff. Um, But it's a very small amount of unimportant things. You know what I mean? Mm. The the core stuff gets done. If I know I need to, you know, make a $100,000 investment this month for marketing, I'm going to send that wire and have that that invoice signed today. You know what I mean? And make that order. Yeah, yeah, don't wait
1: till tomorrow, folks. This is, a, this is a character trait that you need to develop. Somebody in the comments is saying, "Don't let your excuses be stronger than your commitment." I think that's what it comes down to, because the way you do one thing, Jay, is the way you do all things, my brother. So yeah. if you can't even do the dishes when the dishes need to be done, or you refuse to, you know, finish that work, that was like when I started in real estate. If I had a, a contract or something to do, or I had to wrap up something, I would do it that night before going home. It didn't matter when I went home as long as it was done because what happens is we just assume we can do it tomorrow, but what if tomorrow you got a flood in the basement out of property? What if tomorrow there's a whole other circumstance that you can't see and then you're like, bruh, 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 I should have done it when I had the chance. Right. Right? You're investing in that growth though because a lot. I think the common theme I like with you, Jay, a lot is that- if something works, you just do more of it. Like if oh, the marketing yeah, yeah. works, you're doubling down. Where other people yeah, like, yeah. well, it works, so it's good enough, so I'll taper off the marketing, and hopefully I can coast and grow on momentum versus yeah. on acceleration. So chime in yeah. on that if you could real quick.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, here's the biggest issue. Even what I had when I was first getting started in business my first couple of years, mm. something would work, and then I'd be like, that worked. Now let me find something that's going to work better. You know what I mean? Which is cool to a certain extent because you want to have kind of new things in the works, I guess, to see if, you know, momentum can gather there, but not at the expense of what really killed it. You know what I mean? Like I would kill it with, say I got a hundred thousand dollar deal from a cold call campaign on a certain list. Now I'm like, great. That was really awesome. Let me try a PPC campaign now. You know what I mean? keep that the same the mark. Say I spent five grand on cold calling. I just made 150 grand this month. I killed it with cold calling off of five grand of spend. Now I'm going to keep it at five grand and I'm going to add five grand of PPC instead of like trying to grow that and also Mm kind of get PPC mixed in there as well. Does that make sense where it's like people let go of what's really killing it, where you have to be disciplined enough to say like, Hey, I'm not going to, I recognize that right now I have the fear of missing out and I have shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. I am going to test other stuff, but I'm going to grow the main thing that's already proven itself to work. You yeah. know what I mean? So and
1: not get shiny objects. I've done this too, folks. Like I've spent a lot of money. I got over 200 grand just in in real estate, online marketing stuff to try to figure this out. And we I had like up to 22 channels at one point. They don't all work. I'll tell you right now, 20, you have no business with 22 channels. I wasted a lot of time and energy on this. So, but finding the things that work and then being consistent in those is what's actually hard because I think to an extent people get bored and they're like, well, if I could master this, then maybe I could master PPC. Maybe I could crush SEO. And then we keep trying to crush and master new things instead of doubling down, going, going super deep. Like my man, judge said the other day, instead of super wide. And I think that's where we get it confused. Would you agree, my brother?
0: Absolutely. Always go deep, okay? When you have a question, go deep, all right?
1: Dude, <laughs> uh, I love that, man. No, no, no. Um,
0: no, for real. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up is they, they follow. That's like what we live on as entrepreneurs is the build, the grind, like learn and master. You know what? Yeah, Let your business actually work and go get a dang hobby. You know what I mean?
1: Go get a dang hobby and stop jacking up your flow, man, because yeah. it's working already for you. Right. Dude, I love exactly. that. That's a lot of maturity from, from a young cat, man. That's a lot of maturity because most people don't think that way, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, I took me a while to figure that out too. And I still screw up every day, folks. Like I, I just try to stay humble every day, try to stay on track, but we screw up all the time. The question is, are we getting up, figuring out what we're screwing up, connecting with great people like Jay and, you know, just keep pushing forward. So walk us through here as we kind of uh, move on our next segment. What can people do right now? My brother, Jay. I know a lot of folks right now are trying to figure out how to get started in business or they got a business that's struggling. I think you got a lot of wisdom. Give us some really practical advice if you could, my brother.
0: Yeah. So look, here's my uh, here's my first piece of advice. Figure out what you can do or figure out what people are doing right now to win. You know what I mean? Mm. You got people who are winning in all different industries. So number one, pick your industry, I guess. If you're in an industry, stay in that industry. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, <clears throat> Uh, If you, for some reason, believe in yourself in another industry, you're willing to wait a year, two years for any sort of traction, then go for it. But if you want to make more money in the next three to six months, then you got to stick to your industry. Find the people who are winning. There are people in the restaurant business who are making money right now, not killing it. This COVID-19 thing is going to be gone in the next month, two months, three months. It's going to be gone eventually. You know what I mean? So find the people who are killing it in the restaurant business right now. Find the people who are killing it in real estate right now. Find the people who are killing it in the car business right now, and figure out why they're killing it and figure out how you can implement that in your own business because the reason I've been able to make multiple businesses succeed and yeah i'm not I'm not a billionaire and I'm even a hundred millionaire. I'm not even a deca millionaire yet um but I have had you know multiple seven figures in businesses go down. You know what I mean? So um, Mm. all I can say is the reason for that in different businesses is because I find what's working and I kind of model after it. You know what I mean? And I'm not afraid to kind of blaze my own trail. You know what I mean? A lot of Mm. you guys are looking for a quick answer. You're looking to hear like Jalen say, yeah, bro, go drop 10 grand on direct mail to the tax delinquent list right now. Take that call at 3.06 PM (laughs) and knock it out. Unfortunately, there's not that sort of deal. There's not some (laughs) magic potion that I can give you right now. It's going to help you be successful. What you got to do is actually just say, Hey, I'm going to go implement stuff that I know is working today because I've heard it's working from people I trust yeah, or I've seen it with my eyes to see that it's working. And, uh, and then I'll test myself and find what's working and double down on that. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. You're not going to make probably as much money during COVID in a lot of businesses that as you will when it's passed, but right now you're building those seeds that nobody else is doing. You know what I mean? So right now you have a chance, let's say COVID last three months. I don't think it will. Let's say it lasts three months. Just as an example, um, you're now going to be three months ahead of somebody else. If you start testing and figuring out what you're going to do right now. You know what I mean?
1: You're getting so advice. You're getting counsel from the right people. We got this thing about counsel, not advice. You're getting counsel from people, not advice from people who ain't done it. You're, you're exactly. getting around guys that are actually doing it. And I think that's yeah. the big difference is people are getting around with their buddies and having a drink. Not right now, but they get around with their buddies and their buddies, like, oh, yeah, I heard about real estate. This is a cool thing. You're actually paying to get into rooms with people who have done it. And those are the folks you're talking to.
0: Yeah, exactly. And okay. don't get me wrong, man. You also can't take counsel from yourself most of the time because mm. we get this excited state and then we're laying down at night and we get this little pang in our stomach that says, like, wait, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if you can actually make that happen. I don't know if you can actually do that. And so sometimes, you're your own worst enemy. You know what I mean. Mm. Your head can really hold you back. So having those trustworthy people around can really make a big difference. And but I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. Don't put too much weight on your mentors. Like don't put too much weight on the advice from your mentors and believing that that is the end all be all savior to your world. You know what I mean. You have to be the one to go out there and actually blaze your own trail as well. Take what your mentors are giving you. Take that you know education, that motivation, that inspiration, and go out and blaze your own trail and be, and literally become, you know, maybe even better than your mentor. You know, you never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not saying I'm not better than my mentors. Cause I'm always leveling my mentors up. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, you got to be, get to the point where like you, you see yourself as like, as like a super, superhuman, you know what I mean? In a way yeah. in business, you know what I mean? Where you can That's go right. out there and just like, like blaze a trail, create success, test a bunch of stuff and not be a little baby. You know what I mean? If something weren't yeah. great. Lose some money, but well, guess you, what? When something works, boom! You know what I mean. Like
1: that's that's hey, the power yeah. of mentorship, bro. Is that go and learn from the person who's doing it, and hopefully you're gonna be the next Michelangelo, the next person to take that whole thing to the next level. That's the value of mentorship. And maybe one day yeah. you're mentoring the mentor. But unless you're willing to get into the fundamentals with a person that's done them. And you got, I think what folks do is like, I hired a mentor. That doesn't mean anything. You got to hire a mentor and do the work.
0: That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, you 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 hired a mentor, that don't mean nothing. Their words aren't
0: liquid gold. They're not going (laughs) to just drip on you and create revenue for your business, you know? That's (laughs) right.
1: Dude, that's right. Dude, let's head over, man. This is an awesome conversation. Folks, I don't want to judge business owners. A lot of people laying people off, other people not laying people off. My personal belief is I'm using this time to grow. So if there's folks I can add to my team, if there's new divisions I can start, I'm willing to pivot and willing to push and willing to grow. So I am laying nobody off. In fact, Hans is getting a raise because of that. Yay, Hans, how many figures you make now? Not nine. (laughs) Not nine figures. Hans is not making any more than nine figures right now, so we'll have to work on that. (laughs) But, yeah, man, it's so awesome having you on the show here, Jay. Folks, not very often do we get to come across like real uh I'm gonna call you a real business owner because you're not looking for artificial stimulus, you're not looking for ego boosting, you're not looking for you know uh shortcuts in life. You just a cat doing the work. That's why I like you, Jay. Thank and you. you. And you got better hair than me. So that's why I like you too. Dude, bro. I get
0: a lot of hate for my hair, but I got a big forehead, so that's why dude, I, you got dude, I,
1: I got a six head going on right now. It's not even a forehead. I skipped five and rent to six, bro. So we good. <laughs>
0: I'm going to keep that like Justin Bieber looking dude probably until I'm 30. We'll see.
1: Dude, that, that's not bad. If you move to Canada, you probably could be Justin Bieber. because That's where the cat's from. <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate anything you want to drop to folks as we wrap up the show here today. Any, any piece of advice, dude, or where they can follow you or any, any kind of activity?
0: Yeah. You know, I would just say, get out your own, get a, stop being your own worst enemy. Get out, mm. that, get out of that depressed mindset and uh, start putting in the work. Like, to be honest, like the most successful people just showed up every day. I haven't missed a day, and I have a business right now where we have a lot of daily stuff that has to happen. Mm-hmm. We have not missed a day for a, for an entire year ever since I started this business. Not missed one single day. There's a been year happen an entire mm-hmm. year, not even missing one single day of our core business activities, um, and that's why we've grown to be you know where we're at today, and and we're not even one fifth of where we should be. Um, or will be, I guess we should be where we're at at this time. I think growing quicker, I could have probably fallen. A lot of things could have fallen apart. We're not even one fifth of where we will be, and we will continue not missing days. It's the same with every other skill you want. I just learned hockey. I I was going for five, six, seven times a week, and that's why I learned how to hockey stop, how to crossover, how to backwards skate. I'll do that. Do all that crazy stuff is by implementing that same exact strategy. Don't miss a day, and just trust the process. You know, so that's what I'd say to you. Stop missing days and stop losing your trust in the process and you will see success. So,
1: dude, that was so much value in a few sentences. So dude is just think, conf- dude, with that haircut and hockey, are you sure you're not Canadian? <laughs> can, you, can you try something for how, How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? Oh, dude, that's not bad, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, look,
0: all my family is uh, it lives in Wisconsin. They're trying to say big. and I think that's what you guys say as well, right? I get big. flamed when I go up there because I say "bag." <laughs> they go "bag," I'm like no "bag," <laughs> not "big."
1: <laughs> I love it, man. Let me hear you say "soda pop," though. Soda pop. This is, this is excellent. You're so Canadian because Americans be like "soda pop." Like, this that's like Michigan. Oh, that's just Michigan. Michigan, man, dude. You're such a blessing. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you Thank so much. Guys. Where can folks follow you? I know you got some cool stuff going on on on, know, on 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 the net with your cars and stuff like that that you do. Where can folks yeah. get a hold of you? Look, I
0: you know, people a lot of people like to see cars. I would love to see my car f- four or five years ago on social media. So if you want to see so- car content, I've got a guy right on a herd comp Monte right now. I'll post more of that on uh on TikTok. And uh if you want to follow me on Instagram, I post some business business tidbits and stuff like that. Um, every now and then. A lot of just like messing around and hanging out with my wife. My wife going viral on TikTok, so and uh Yeah. So go follow me on Instagram and TikTok.
1: Connect with us. Link in the description. God bless you guys. Stay humble. Listen, when you're confused and and, and you're, and you're scared and you're trying to figure out what's going on in the media, just remember somebody bigger than all of us has got his hand over the situation. So just, just be all right with it and just stay focused. And you know, you got this. Okay. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Choose faith, not fear. Stay humble. Hey, it's Ben Humble. Thanks for checking out the show. If you like what my guest is talking about and you're getting massive value from it, then scroll to the bottom, open up the description, and follow them on social media. Support them, connect with them. Just scroll down there, click the link, and let's roll. Stay humble.
0: Make sure to subscribe to Ben on YouTube so you can stay up to date on everything Humble. Featuring daily episodes of the Humble podcast and weekly video content providing motivation, real estate strategies, and personal development for everyday life. Also, follow Ben on Facebook and Instagram for daily interactions. Check out Humble.ceo and download a chapter of Ben's new book, From Communism to Capitalism, absolutely free.